0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White.
1: Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come out.
0: Monday, baby!
2: Woo! Boom, boom,
1: boom, boom. Come on! Bang, bang,
2: bang, bang. There we go. The boys are back together again. Boys are back in town. Yeah, we're all together. We got a couple new nicknames for Jimmy as a result of uh, him getting COVID. Yeah. COVID Jimmy. Okay, I
1: didn't add that one to the list. Did you write uh, I, I ED Jimmy? I put EB Jimmy down. No. <laughs> yeah. I got an email, email from you, three texts, and also from Army Chris. <laughs> Jimmy developed erectile dysfunction after I getting did, COVID. I did not. I actually rubbed uh, it up three times yesterday. Okay, too much.
0: He's trying to prove a
2: point. Yeah, you don't need to
1: prove yourself. We're going to start getting videos. We're going to (laughs) start sending you videos, yeah. I'll show you ED.
2: If somebody had come back, like, sat me down at the beginning of this whole pandemic, right? Yeah. Let's go back to March 2020. And they would have said, all right, out of the three of you, who's getting COVID first? Mm -hmm. You guys all
1: pointed pointed your finger at me.
2: I would have been... Everything I owned on old Jimmy. You yeah.
1: actually said that on day one. I think I
2: would have been a rich man. <laughs> he held off a lot longer than I he thought did. he would. Held yeah. it off for a couple years and then. Are you? A, let me ask you a question, and I want you to be honest with me. Are you at all concerned about about the long haul or like side effects or
1: anything like that? Like, are you a little bit? But I didn't get really sick, like you know all the people that had. You still sound rough, though. He always sounds
2: like this, though. I guess maybe I I dropped off a pills or thirty six a pill on the weekend, (laughs) so he probably. See, every day I wake up, I see a new story
1: about, and it's always yeah, it it has to do with the penis, yeah, yeah, the anal bleeding has stopped. I don't have ED. What's the second nickname? You said Ed Jimmy, and you said you had a couple. Covid of them. Jimmy. Okay, Covid.
2: Yeah. So put those. We have, we have a list of nicknames for Jimmy, and we yeah <laughs> we, we, we just continues it. to grow. Locker room topic of the day. If you were going to get a personalized license plate, what would you put on it? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. I saw a guy in front of me at the Tim Hortons lineup, and I took a picture of his license plate, and mm-hmm. I sent it to you guys because I'm like, this might be scuba. Scuba Steve. Yeah. It was a white... I think it was a GMC truck. Yeah. And it had Scuba 1 on the back. (laughs) And uh, I didn't, like... I didn't get out of the truck and go,
0: Hey, Scuba Steve! What's going on, Scuba? (laughs) If
1: it's not him, he'd... He, he, he listens most no opportunity.
2: He he listens most mornings, so he might actually text us to let us know if he has a personalized plate. But Scuba is also the guy that I think would get a, a personalized a personalized plate. yeah it seems like plate it. with his nickname on it. So we'll go around the horn to get things started here. Uh, we want to hear from you. What would you put on your plate? How many people like what percentage of the population has a personalized plate? It's pretty small, eh? I think so. In Albert you see them every once in a while, but in Alberta, I bet you it's less than.
0: maybe 2%. So it says since Alberta introduced personalized plates in 1985, there's about 80,000 of the issues. Oh, okay. That's that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Because you don't see enough of them.
2: You see every like I guess we're not always looking for them, but I see them occasionally,
1: right? But yeah. I bet you there's more on like the sports cars and the fancy cars, and yeah, if you're a car guy
2: and you spent you know ten years redoing something or whatever, you might want to put a plate on it. I, I agree, or maybe a business. Yeah. I, I think some some guys that have like a business, and so they'll put a personalized plate on the truck or something. Um, yeah. Anyway, I would go with um, with LJC. Okay. Lord Jesus. No, Lachlan J. Correct. <laughs> Let's
1: see what I got there. LJ. What? L- I don't know. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> Good to have you back. Yeah. Nice to. <laughs> LJ the DJ. That's what I was trying to oh, say. Oh, okay. All right, Grant, what would you. Just silky. So oh, that's yes. a nickname of mine. That's a <laughs> n-
2: nickname from high yeah. school. Yeah. Silky. All right. And uh, uh,
1: Jimmy, what's yours? Hugh Hafner. Either it's H-U-G-H one slash two N-E-R or just spell it out.
0: All of ours we could get away with too, right? I, we could. Yeah. Because you're not allowed like sexual things or um, vulgar. But yeah, ours. Get away with I think you. they should just let it go. I know, hey. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares what somebody puts on their plate? Agreed. Right? The locker room topic of the day.
2: It wasn't scuba. No, it was uh, not scuba. I'm glad I didn't yell at him. 780 989
0: 0957. Give us a, uh, a an idea of what your personalized license plate would be this morning. Um, Brad said his would be schmad. Apparently he's angry. So Schmad, Sh- schmad. Spell that s c h m a d d. I think is how we spelt it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. If you were going to get a personalized license plate, what would you put on it? 780989095. Seven.
0: Army Chris, um, he would get Beer Run. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Although,
2: do we want to make Draw do we, attention to that. Do we want to draw attention to the fact
1: that, that you're a the drinker? only reason <laughs> the only reason he leaves the house is to buy beer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have an interesting uh, little thing going on here with with Army Chris. So it is Kid Rock's birthday today. Yeah. So we called him on Friday. We called Army Chris. Yeah, just after the WTF track of the day, I think Jimmy said, we should get uh, Army Chris to pick the song. And I'm like, that's a mm-hmm. good idea. So we gave him a shout, and we said, okay, it's it's Kid Rock's birthday on, uh, on Monday. It's 51. You get to pick the WTF track of the day. So he picked a song, and we're going to play that in the 8 o'clock hour. Well, this morning he was reminding us that it was Army Chris that, or that Wait. was Kid Rock's birthday today. Yeah, he texted in, and we're and like, "Yeah, we don't." called song. you, and you picked the WTF track of the day. He does not remember, and he goes, "Oh, no.
0: yeah, what did, did he I pair?" We called him at like nine in the morning, so he yeah. was on beer number four.
2: <laughs> so. He's unaware of what song he picked, (laughs) so it's going to be a surprise for everyone. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. What would you pick for a personalized license plate? We're just going to do this last one here and then move on, because we're getting a lot that we don't understand. And to be honest, (laughs) I'm not sure if we should be talking about them on the air, just in case there's some sort of cryptic,
0: underlying, awful message behind them. Exactly. Sometimes you could be saying something you don't realize you're saying (laughs) with these...
2: Yeah. Uh, Craig's is fairly obvious. We can skip past that one. (laughs) 780-989-0957 if you're ever trying to reach the show.
0: Christy, hers would be got to pee. She said, I always have to pee. And she's usually speeding because she has to pee.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then that's a good way, too, if the police pull you over. I got to pee. I got to. I got a urinate, officer. You got another one? Um, just no. Craig's. <laughs> He's a big fan right. of mufflers. <laughs> we'll move on. Cruise FM. Saw this on the weekend. I and I, I said to the wife, I said, you know what? This is exactly what we need right now.
0: A tsunami warning. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you see the pictures? Um, well, I saw the satellite video, yeah. of that volcano going off under the sea near Tonga in, in the Pacific or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy. So um,
2: there was a warning for the like the west coast, obviously, right? With mm-hmm. with an explo- or a volcano that big under the water. There's this the the risk of the tsunami. Tonga is obviously dealing with it right now because it was. Uh, quite a bit closer Um, and then we didn't really have to worry about it in BC or... Yeah, there was an advisory for the entire West
0: Coast, but they cancelled that. Yeah,
2: Yeah, from like the Yukon right down to like South, like San Diego, Seattle. Like crazy. So, nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? Every time I turn the news on, I have have this sort of moment of, what's next? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. What's... What kind of oh, cre- an underwater volcano? <laughs> like- yeah, yeah.
1: Three, two. The Locker Rims, Mitchin at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. I will not be no. It's like Mitchin at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you do? The Graduate. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> little Dustin Hoffman. Aren't you? Whose movie? Who who picked this? Uh, it was Brad Walker.
2: Oh, Brad, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good pick. Uh, it, that was a huge movie. I can't believe how old that is.
0: It was because Jimmy has been suffering from E D. So
1: I don't got, have E. D.
0: Oh, Mrs. Robinson. Let's get him watching something Let's a little uh
2: get him uh get him back to his typical uh normal state of randiness. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're here for you.
1: You have, I, have a support do, do I need network. To, do I need to re-explain this weekend? No. Okay. All right. Um, Mrs. Robinson is creepy as hell. <laughs> like, she was chasing after him, and then then uh, he started dating her daughter, and that was a young uh, Dustin Hoffman, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, yeah. Uh, the lady who played Mrs. Robinson, remember the... I the, don't remember her. I don't know who that is. Do I, you remember the, the movie G.I. Jane with... Uh, Demi Moore, yeah, the the old senator. Okay, that's her. Okay, what's her name? I I, don't, I can't remember the actress. I don't, I don't name.
2: remember her. I, I think she was a big deal back in the sixties. Yeah,
1: Bancroft.
2: Oh uh, yeah yeah okay yeah and I'm not like very this familiar this movie
1: won some awards like some golden globes i think it won an academy award for directing i, I think it did win an oscar actually yeah, yeah. for directing and then there were some other ones rising star awards golden globes and stuff like that and bancroft was married to mel brooks for a long time ago. ah okay yeah. is this a movie you could do
2: now i in the in the new world we live i in? don't know if you could get away with it no yeah, so it's 1967 it was released. Dustin Hoffman's also one of those actors that has kind of, well, I don't know if, if we'll see much of him anymore. He got canceled, didn't he? I don't know if canceled is the word for for it but apparently he is like intolerable on sets oh really like he yells at people he's a slapper too <laughs> I, I remember hearing something Weird. about like he just he gets angry he fights a lot with the people that are making the movie oh, okay if he doesn't agree with them and he's he's had an occasion to slap people like out I of the could blue see that <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if he is he's not going to get too much more work.
0: Mind you, he's 108 or something, isn't he? Uh Dustin Hoffman's 84, yeah. 84.
3: But yeah.
1: you know the funny thing about watching some of these older movies, like especially if they came out in the 60s, they smoke everywhere. They were yeah. smoking. yeah. He was smoking on a plane, you know, he was, you know, they were just I walking smoking on a plane. And they were walking <laughs> through restaurants and stuff smoking. Yeah, smoking yeah. in the kid's room. Yeah, it was...
2: The funny thing, too, when you go back and you watch some of these older movies, it, you get a sense of, it's sort of a template for movies and, and writing and directing and that kind of thing for for movies that we watch now, right? Yeah. So you get a sense of, oh, okay, so this is based,
1: uh, this movie's based on this movie, That you know, anyway... So what did you give it? What's your I gave this I gave this one an eight. Or sorry, a a four. I was, I was going to oh, say the rating number goes to five. <laughs> Sir, I gave it I gave it a four. Four <laughs> so, cobs of corn out of five. Buttered cobs of corn. Grant oh, yes. out of tabor. There you go. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson and James White. 957. Cruise FM. This is
2: crazy. You know why so, this is so nuts? Because the basic premise behind the Olympics is to bring the world together. Right. And I understand that it's not a perfect world that we live in, mm-hmm. but you'd think that for these two weeks, every four years, we'd be able to put our shit aside. Yeah. And we would be able to gather as nations and compete and 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 not bring politics into it. and well, I'm not it also- blaming the countries for this. Yeah. I'm just suggesting that we're missing the point Of the greater good of the games, right? the
0: Olympics are so corrupt now. Like, they shouldn't be in Beijing. They're there for the money, right? So it's like, yeah. Uh, Team USA has joined a list of numerous other countries, including Canada, um, warning athletes to leave their phones at home. So they're saying if you're going to Beijing for the Olympics, leave your iPhone at home, take a burner phone from 7 Eleven because (laughs) they're worried. It's a security um, concern about the monitoring that Beijing will be doing, that China will be doing. The surveillance.
2: It's crazy,
0: isn't it? Uh, The Canadian Olympic Committee said the Winter Games present a unique opportunity for cybercrime and recommend athletes be extra diligent um, considering leaving your devices at home. Uh, And practicing good cyber hygiene At all times Wow And Beijing um, When asked about it um, Did not deny that they'll be collecting personal data But claimed it would not be misused So they don't even deny it We're going to collect your data uh, But we're not going to misuse it Don't worry You can trust us (laughs) Yeah, The Chinese (laughs) government They said attaches great importance To the protection of personal information I believe them.
2: It's... I mean, I understand it. I get it. It's China. Yeah. And and I'm not giving China out here. I'm just... I'm saying... It's... Hmm. It's a little ironic. Yeah. Because of what the games are supposed to represent. Right. That that we're doing all this. The world comes together. You know what? To be fair to China... This happens in other countries oh, yeah, as Everyone's well.
0: collecting personal data, right? Like just... we
2: can be critical of China, but I mean, the United States is probably just as guilty for cyber type stuff as as any other country, yeah. right? And we it's just, just something about we just sort of we kind of we look away when it's when it's us doing it, yeah. right? <laughs> but God forbid it's China. That <laughs> it is a little crazy, though, that they're asking.
0: They're, they're, they're telling they're t- every, all the athletes, like, leave your phones at home. Leave your computer at home, because they're going to be watching what you're doing. <laughs> How are you going to get porn? <laughs> Can you get that on a burner <laughs> phone, Jimmy? I'll let you know. <laughs> you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM.
2: What do we know about COVID and long haul? Just just stuff you've heard about, right? The, the 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 breathing stuff i've got a couple of friends that like one friend in particular who got it quite early on mm-hmm. without any vaccines or anything like that he was on i think he's a little bit better now um but he was on three different puffers wow uh, um, fatigue
0: fatigue was another a lot of people say they don't get their energy back for a long time the
2: foggy brain thing was another one like hmm. um I've heard that, where they're just kind of dopey. That doesn't sound right. Oh, he had that going in. <laughs> I've, I've had that for years before COVID. That's not. It's not. The other thing, the loss of taste and smell. Yeah, a lot of people have not gotten that back. Well, hold on. Do you know anybody that caught COVID that still doesn't have their sense of taste, and it's like a year in? Um. See, I don't. I'm not sure everybody that i've heard that has the the taste or the smell yeah. the long haul thing it was um it was obviously it was obviously something that came back mm-hmm. it it didn't last forever i was listening to a doctor and he was on cnn or something like that and he was going the thing that worries me about this covid thing is and he goes i'll bring up just the the loss of taste and smell and he's he's like that's a neuro- neurological thing. Oh, yeah. We're, the, the, you know, the the science community is very bothered by these long-haul things because there's no explanation right now as to why these things are happening. Right. right? Um, my mother had kidney issues. I've heard that one a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, that's a thing. And we're joking and with Jimmy. the heart, like myocarditis. myocarditis. Yes, yeah. Well, um, we're joking with Jimmy about it. But it does have a vascular impact on some people. And mm-hmm. there is a good chance, what was it, one in six or something like that, the, the people that get on the male side? Yeah, I think so. Or no, no, hold on. No. It was You were six times more likely. After having COVID after,
1: to
0: develop erectile dysfunction.
2: So- We were joking with Jimmy because he was laid out with COVID for three or four days. He was pretty tired, Mm -hmm. didn't leave the house, obviously, sequestered himself, but was pretty zonked out because of it. Outside of that, didn't have a lot of symptoms. Sore throat you had, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we were asking him if he was, you know, and he was like, no. And I'm like, what? You're like a five time a day guy when you're at home. (laughs) part,
1: Part of that was I was very tired. And so I, you know. Slept a lot. Takes a lot of effort to get the pulley system going and everything.
2: So, <laughs> so anyway, we're like, well, you clearly have one of the side effects, which is ED. Mm-hmm. New nickname, ED Jimmy. So, this is all joking aside, it this is a thing. Men will experience, if you get COVID, you might want to be aware of this, mm-hmm. which also adds to the conspiracy theory about Pfizer. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Right? Sell you the blue pill afterwards. They sell you the blue pill, so they continue to make money from you even after COVID. Yeah. So, We this, have a guy, though, Jimmy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. I, was, we have, we I, the, I
1: know the same guy uh, you do, because he's been offering up- does
0: he still have some left? He must, yeah. Yeah. The Chinese, not the Chinese, the Mexican,
1: Mexican ones. Mexican Superman
0: the, pills.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, this is another one to add to the list of potential side effects if you get COVID. Apparently, a guy's...
0: His wiener shrunk. One, He, he claims after getting COVID, his unit shrunk one and a half inches. He lost. Now, the reason why I think there might be some merit in in
2: this is this guy stepped up to the plate and said, okay, my unit was this big. He said above average. He was above average. And then after COVID, I'm now all of a sudden a real man, like a normal man. (laughs) Okay. I lost 1.5 inches off of my my dink yeah okay <laughs> so he steps up and says he's the brave one right there's always that first guy through the wall, laser through the wall to admit that how many guys now have had covid that survived it that are going through this right now that are too embarrassed to talk about the loss of length the suffering anger. and silence
0: well exactly so doctors are looking into it mm-hmm. they say there's some merit to it like vascular damage the blood vessels so could be something to it i know we don't need to tell you to keep an
1: eye on it jimmy <laughs> keep your good eye on it i'll keep my hand in the situation oh will you tell us if if you lose an inch i'm never talking to you two <laughs> jackasses about anything
2: anymore you could end up being like the focus of a of a study a study group mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, for a few things, though, so, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. you Actually, uh, you check off a couple of
0: boxes. <laughs> this is the Grant Report with Grant Johnson. Well, this is one of those stories that you can definitely say, yeah, we already knew that about um, the story out today that doctors in Canada say they are noticing that more of their patients are drinking more. So they've gone from one to two drinks a night to three to four or five to six drinks a night. First of all, of course we are. Secondly, why are you being honest with your doctor? I learned a long time ago from Lachlan Cross that you should always lie to your doctor. It's one of his famous slogans. Always lie to your doctor about how much you drink. You know what I say when my doctor asks me how many alcoholic drinks I have a week? Fifteen. You know what that is? That's the recommended weekly intake from Health Canada. You need to know these things when you go to your doctor. And besides, weekends don't actually count for your total. That's just weekdays, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But in all seriousness, do not take medical advice from this show unless we're recommending ear candling. Ear candling and garlic fix everything and a little bit of salt water. The Grant Report is brought to you by the Slippery Road Discount at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Slide into one of our holes today and receive 15% off. Book at Edmonton or Tabor Glory Hole Tours.com.
1: And now, another episode of Locker Room TV. Guys, yeah. Hey.
2: I got gifts for you. Ooh. Oh, wow. Well, this is the first time the show has been together since before christmas well before christmas december yeah. oh. and then i went to hungary to see my daughter That's for you. and um i i was we were doing shopping like um christmas shopping and everything like that for some people and i saw some stuff that i i i thought about
1: you guys okay late christmas gifts oh. it's not heavy enough to be booze no and if it was booze, you probably would have drank it by now. That's a good point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we would have. There you go. This bad boy up. T shirt. Yeah.
2: T shirt. They don't have a lot of trademark. Ooh. I like it.
0: Budapest. With
1: like like the bad man. They steal yeah. everything, they rip <laughs> off every
2: logo.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you got a Star Wars logo? I got the Star Wars logo. That's hilarious. That's fantastic. Yours is...
0: You're wearing one, too. It looks like Budweiser. Budweiser! (laughs) Oh. I'm so shocked.
2: Like, they... I also don't think they let people know if they use their image for advertising. Oh, probably not. Like, you, Bruce Willis was advertising stuff over there. I bet he has no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know I'm wearing this on the next Gen.I. Jimmy podcast. There, oh, you go. there you go. There
2: you go. Well, nah, uh, I wanted to get you guys something when I was over there. So. We're in the
0: locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM.
2: Don't look up. It's on Netflix. It's been out for a while. You've, you may have already seen it. It came out around Christmas time. Yeah. Grant mm-hmm. watched it. A weekend or two ago and um and was saying, yeah, that I needed to. I was saving it because when I saw it, I was like, that's a movie that my wife and I could probably watch together. Yeah. So I didn't like tear through it on my own. I just sort of waited for her. Put a pin in it and then we watched it. We had a we had a minute on the
0: weekend, so we watched it. It's a longer movie. It's Adam McKay. Um Adam McKay did uh Anchorman, Vice, The Big Short, The Big Step Step Shorts Brothers um. Yeah, so he's done all those movies. He's, he did the Ant Man movie.
2: He's kind of been doing lately. He's been doing some stuff with with a bit of a message, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. And we're at a point now where these companies, like Netflix and and Amazon, these streaming companies, have so much freaking money that they're they're part of the conversation now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I when you watch something on netflix that was created by netflix you might have an idea and an opinion about what it is oh yep. it's that, it didn't go to theaters first or whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. but no 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 we're past that like yeah. that that ship flew like that was a That was a great piece of work
0: so it's leonardo dicaprio jennifer lawrence jonah hill I like the line meryl too. streep
2: is in it um Oh, the, one of my funnier moments uh, this isn't part of my point about the movie but uh, at the end when she gets eaten by the did you when she's walking away naked walking naked what i don't remember that you don't remember that no did you not did you not watch past the credits no i didn't oh okay no, so i didn't past the credits the ship lands on a uh on a on another planet Oh, and okay. she gets eaten by something on the planet. Oh, I didn't see and that. She's yeah. got a
0: trapster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it's a movie. It's written as if Joe. Uh, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are these um, scientists. They discover an, ast- an asteroid coming to Earth. Yes, going to destroy Earth, and it's basically them trying to tell people about it, to warn people, and to get the government to do something about it. And Meryl Streep is the president. She's more concerned about, she's got the primaries coming up. This is a bad thing. Let's not tell anybody right now. And then there's the asteroid deniers who say there is no asteroid. It's all a government It's a metaphor. For climate change. The movie is a metaphor for what we're going through right now. Well, it's about climate change. Yes. Adam McKay wrote it, and then... The timing of it happened to be a pandemic as well. So, yes, but yeah. I think you can
2: make the the connection between everything that we're going through. Politically, yes. climate change, the pandemic, the the whole nine yards. The one thing that I will say about it is it, I, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's a must watch. It's mm-hmm. that good. It's a brilliant piece of film. The one thing that I, I walked away from that I'm not sure everybody else did was... He's making fun of everybody. hmm There's n- no one gets off
0: the hook here. Yeah. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, it's just about the chaos and, yeah. But
2: it's not, it's not like, it's not like he was highlighting one group versus the other no. and, and trying to get you to pick some side, right? He was like, he was presenting this, and, and again, like I said, it's a metaphor for what we're going through today, and he was saying, listen, you idiots. Mm-hmm. You're all part of the problem. Yeah. I think that's what I took
0: away from it. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Because we all are. Well, it's just it's just like it's like a movie about like how scary it is that no one will ever see eye to eye on anything. Yes. And, yeah. So
2: That's what we're going through right now. Yeah. I mean just even look at our text line this morning. right like i mean how are you going uh, how are you going to fix i have no idea where to go from 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 where we are Mm -hmm. people are so entrenched in their belief systems right that and then they think we're crazy you think they're crazy you you know what i'm saying like we're in trouble yeah I, I hate to be so cynical on a on a Monday when we're supposed to be so positive. We got Jimmy back, old COVID. Jimmy's back in the room, but but it is. I I'm getting more and more sort of I don't know disillusioned. <laughs> As days go by here. And I don't even think this has to do with the pandemic. It has to do with how we're all interacting with each other. Yeah. It's awful. It's pretty crazy. It is. I've yeah. blocked three people on
0: Twitter this morning. I said somebody pointed and said, like, the worst part what the pandemic is just seeing how people act towards each other.
2: It's awful. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It. It's, I don't know. Something's got to change, man. Something's got to give here.
0: And I, I don't know what the answer is, but I loved Ron Perlman's character in... In this movie, don't look up. He's the astronaut that's sent up. Oh yes, yes, yeah! And he's going oh. up, and he's like this old school astronaut, and he's saying all these horrible things. Oh on my the god,
2: he was hilarious at the <laughs> end when he's got the his AR fifteen and he's shooting at the shooting.
0: You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM
2: again. I I I kind of think this story might be fake.
0: But if it isn't, it's one of the greatest stories you will ever hear. (laughs) So DNA testing reveals milkman Randy Jeffries fathered (laughs) over 800 children between 1951 and 1964. I don't even think that's possible. (laughs) In Southern California. Um, So, yeah, they're saying basically the milkman had 800 children in San Diego. From 51 to 64, so 13 years
2: Man, that is a lot of stops. <laughs> so this is where the saying comes from, right? Like The milkman,
0: yeah. Looks like the milkman. Your
2: kid looks like the milkman. I mean, that's... I've heard that experience. We've all heard that for years. Mm-hmm. But maybe this Randy guy who's in his late 90s, who's still alive, according to the story, that maybe this is the reason why this thing happened because this guy was
0: sleeping was with all this. the women on his stop did you guys have a milkman no no
2: i wasn't
1: around <laughs> hey,
0: i had a schwanz man what's a schwanz man it I've was, never was heard
1: basic of... uh, schwanz was like, like uh frozen food like it was almost like m m meats. a truck they, that they, would
0: come out to your house and they would sell you like m M&M, m basically m m meats. You get ice cream and meat and all sorts of things, and the Schwanz man would come. Yeah. Schwanz man. (laughs) Anyway,
2: old Randy here, um, they had a picture of him and then a picture of one of his kids, and they actually looked like they might be (laughs) father and son. And so I was thinking about this. We have these old sayings, right? Can we modernize some of them? Because there's yeah. no such thing as a milkman yeah, anymore. Yeah, it looks like
0: the milkman. People yeah. be like, what the heck is the milkman? Yeah, now it, maybe it looks
1: like the Uber Eats driver. <laughs> the dishes driver. Yeah. The, the Amazon, dri- Amazon delivery.
2: Yeah. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. A protein shake a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Right? No one eats apples anymore. Um, actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than text messages. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover we don't read books no don't judge a cell phone by its lock screen well, that's a good one that's although not I will
0: judge you based on your lock
2: screen will you yeah okay anyway if you have any older sayings like that that need an update text them in seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven.
1: no I can't you were gonna we'll get fired I don't even want to know what you were going to do. We'll get it off air. Cruise FM. When was that Cylon Dialogue
0: show? I was, it was supposed to be on my birthday. Get out of here. April right? 21st. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was I had big plans. <laughs> All
2: kidding aside, there is more than a couple of people hanging out with us this morning um, of the male yeah. side of the gender that probably we're going to that show.
0: I I would actually go to a Celine Dion show. Well, I'd get like really drunk and then go. Yeah. I think it was rescheduled to March. Like the original was April and then it got moved to March, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, she's apparently not doing very well right now. So like, she, she's sick or something. She has canceled the remaining showers, shows on her North American tour, the Courage World Tour. Um, she's got yeah, a bunch of medical issues, um, muscle spasms, and... She doesn't look good, right? Can, can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? I think so. She looks wildly thin. Yeah.
2: Ever since the uh, her grandpa died there. Her husband? <laughs> Slash grandpa. <laughs> she hasn't been doing well.
0: That's the power of love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, 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 uh. <laughs> anyway, well we'll we'll keep an eye on the show for everybody, okay? Yeah. Just in case Just... maybe she there's a miracle and she reschedules them. Yeah.
2: Anyway, Cylon dialon canceled her shows yeah, a bunch of them. Anyway. time now for show local some love we have colin bruce with us from dlc mortgage mentors thank you for your time today my friend
3: yeah thanks for having me on
2: let's make sure we get this out of the way first colin with two l's by the way <laughs> what is a mortgage broker
3: my elevator pitch is we're a free service, so we're paid by the banks to bring you to them. So there's never a cost and we're paid by the banks on the size of the mortgage, not the interest rate, so we try to get you as low as we can. And we don't get paid unless your mortgage funds, so ultimately we want to get you in that house.
2: Is there such thing as a I mean Every business has this. Is there such thing, Colin, as a as a bad mortgage
3: broker? You know what? We're all licensed and um I mean the province takes it pretty serious, but I think experience matters for sure, especially in this market, because we've never seen mortgages more difficult to get approved than now. And I mean, my team, we funded close to four billion in mortgages over the past 10 years or so. So yeah, we have quite an experience and some pretty um, I think some of the best agents. In my opinion, in the country, on my team.
2: When's the best time to actually seek somebody out?
3: Right now, what we're seeing is uh, quite a bit of pre-approvals. So with the pre-approval, we can get your rate locked in up to four months in advance. So I would say that. But I mean, for renewals, four months out, refinances, we can do it anytime. We kind of do it all commercial properties, rental properties, yeah, really whenever you need somebody.
2: What if you have a significant other... That isn't necessarily on the same page with you and your plans to get a Penthouse suite downtown. (laughs) and move out of St. Albert. When's it a good time to see you? And do you do this stuff on the
3: sly? Well, you better do some sucking up to the significant other probably.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are actually hammered right now. You're you're pretty busy with respect to clients looking at properties probably for a busy spring.
3: Rates, they went up a bit before the new year, but they've kind of leveled out. So I think a lot of people are taking advantage of the pre-approval rates right, to get locked in and ready for spring. And then. And I mean, a lot of people have Christmas debt or COVID debt, right? People are off work. So a lot of people are looking to refinance now too.
2: Um, How long have you and your team been doing this, Colin?
3: Geez, I've been doing this since April 2006.
2: From what I can see, I want to make sure we touch on, you've touched on a couple of things that you do outside of mortgages, but we should probably repeat that again. I want to make sure that people are aware because I know... if if in my mind, I know what a mortgage broker does. And I know that if I'm buying a house, I'm going to see you about getting me the best deal possible for best rate possible for my mortgage, but there's more to it, right? So can we just highlight those things once again, just so that people are aware that you guys are more than just a first time purchase option?
3: Absolutely. Like, I mean, refinances, renewals, commercial properties, rentals, I mean, but first time homebuyers too, you know, right now we are focusing quite a bit on first time homebuyers just because we don't, we know how stressful it can be when people try and buy a home and then you're trying to figure out the different turns, fixed rates, variable rates, like what does it all mean? So we just want people when they're out shopping to feel like empowered and confident when they make that off refinances, we find like maybe it doesn't make sense for a client to refinance right now, but at least what, because the penalty doesn't eat up the interest rate savings. Right. But we can, we'll run those numbers too. And if it doesn't make sense, we'll tell you, but if it does make sense, we'll tell you that as well.
0: Grant just went
2: through this with yeah. the
0: whole first time purchase. Like it just home bought buy. a home in October and yeah, it's so nice having a mortgage broker who just walks you through it and gets you literally the best deal.
2: Obviously you're going to want to save money, right? Yeah. And, and you want that, but that's, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up, Colin, because there is a lot of terminology and a lot of things that you might not be aware of that you need to be aware of when you're buying a home. So having somebody on your side in that, uh, in that realm is, is definitely, uh, worth mentioning from what I can see online Colin, you get decent reviews as well.
3: Geez, you know what? That's um, that's something we've been really focused on over the last year, and yeah, this like we had eighty-eight five-star Google reviews, which we're very excited about. So, I mean, this is a tough job if somebody doesn't get approved or we can't get it approved. Right? You know, people get upset, but not really. But you know, you want we want people to get in the house. So, but yeah, we're really proud of all those positive reviews here.
2: It's a very competitive industry, isn't it, Cole?
3: Mm -hmm, It is.
2: Where would people find DLC mortgage mentors?
3: You can go to my website, so it's the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. My website is colinbruce.ca, so two L's and Colin. My mom uh spelt my my mom and dad spelt my name the the weird way, so colinbruce.ca, two L's and Colin. phone yeah. number is
2: 780-436-2511. And uh, Jimmy is uh is about 20-25 years away from buying a home
1: <laughs> somewhere around there. So probably by the time I'm 90 Hey. <laughs> they got options at Colin, Bruce. You can borrow down payments, right? There
3: you go. There you go. <laughs> I have got somebody age 90 a mortgage before. I'm not wow. kidding. That's, so, uh, that's yeah. awesome. Okay. So once again,
2: let's repeat the uh, webpage, Colin, one more time.
3: Colinbruce.ca. So C-O-L-L-I-N-B-R-U-C-E.ca. ca.
0: You've been listening to The Locker Room
1: Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys?
3: Brought to you by Always
1: Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.